and welcome to Witchy Woman Podcast. I am your host, Denise Sweet, and this is episode 73. Today, I am going to share an interview that I did with Nikki Vandekar. She is the author of the Junior Witches Handbook, A Kid's Guide to White Magic, Spells, and Rituals. I had a blast doing this interview. She is so amazing. She has other books uh, that she has published as well, one of them being The Wellness Witch, Healing Potions, Soothing Spells, and Empowering Rituals rituals for the Magical Self. Um, and then there's, there's a bunch of others, but I wanted to point out that she also knits. And I know that we have some knitters in our Witchy Woman Friends group. So she also has some cool books about that. And on her uh, website, Nikki Vandekar, there is knitting stuff. So those of you that are into crafting and knitting, she's got tutorials, free patterns, and you can also buy some patterns from her. So if you are interested in that kind of thing, you are absolutely going to love her. She was so fun to talk to. And anyway, I can't wait to share this. I was going to share it last week and we just had the podcast blackout and I didn't feel like, I don't know, I just didn't feel like it was something I should share. So anyway, some updates on what's going on around here. My daughter is fine. Thank you all for your well wishes and texts and emails asking how she's doing. She is healthy. She's being fed. And um, that's all I can ask for at this point. <laughs> um, but I, I want to say thank you to everybody who's expressed their concern and uh, sent me their well wishes. Um, what else is going on? Uh, so update on the spell candle club. I am going to hold off on doing that. I am going to send everybody's that do theirs. I had some issues with getting supplies. My wholesaler that I get my wax from sent the wrong wax and then I got some more wax (laughs) ordered and it was so late getting here. I, COVID has screwed up so many things and that sounds so trivial that it's screwing up my my crafting when it's screwing up people's lives you know in general um so uh I feel stupid even saying that COVID has messed up things but anyway um I am going to get everybody's stuff out that's due their months or two months worth and I'm going to hold off on doing that I will make sure that everybody's memberships get canceled for now I will still be doing the spirit messages club so if you would like a reading once a month from me um I'm doing like mini readings you can choose to either get a straight meeting from reading from me like a psychic medium one or I can pull a card for you and we can go from there so anyway you can check that out at witchywomanpodcast.com. Click on services. Um, I apologize for all of the delays and the bullshit that's been going on. I just, with COVID and then my shipping issues and then my daughter doing this thing that she did, it kind of, it just derailed a lot of that stuff. I even closed my Etsy shop just temporarily so I can make sure I get all my um, supplies in that I needed. I am like I, my bottles have been back ordered for like four weeks now so I have no bottles. I'm kind of getting pissy <laughs> about that. So I've just kind of put everything on hold until I can get all of the supplies I need for all of the things. <laughs> so that is the update on that. Um, what else is going on? Oh I want to say thank you so much to Millennial Incantations. 
uh, David and Siren, two of the of the three. Jamie was there um, online with them, but not on the live video. But anyway, they did a really cool Black Lives Matter ritual live on their Facebook page, and I loved it. I cried. I screamed with them. I danced around. <laughs> it was oh, so beautiful and liberating, and I just like seeing you guys' faces and hearing from you. So if anybody um, is interested, they have an amazing YouTube channel, uh, Millennial Incantations. I'll make sure I link all that. They are going to do, or they say they're going to do, some more live rituals on their page. I think they're going to do one for Pride Month. So make sure that you um, click uh, like on their Facebook page and make sure that you have notifications turned on so you can find out what they're doing next. <laughs> Um, the coven, we are going to do some rituals, uh, this next couple weeks for Black Lives Matter, for Pride, um, and that sort of thing. I've been doing some, a lot of spell work myself. I have a lot of rage, <laughs> a lot of frustration and anger and sadness wrapped around what's going on with our country right now, and I know this is not everybody's thought process, but... I love to use emotion in spell work, a focused emotion. So if I am feeling ragey and just cannot hold any of my anger in, I use that in spell work. Now that some people may be going, oh, how dare you do spell work while you're pissed off. <laughs> um, the key here is focused emotion. So if I'm going to use all that emotion, I want to make sure it's focused on the intention that I want during this thing. I'm not going to just going to do some crazy hexing thing while I'm that pissed off unless I can control my anger and that emotion and direct it into a very specific intention. So that's what I've been doing. If I've been quiet online, that's kind of what's been going on here. I've been dealing with a lot personally, as you guys know, and then um, trying to figure out what I can do to to do my part in the Black Lives Matter uh, movement as well as doing something for Pride Month. I've been watching Netflix uh, shows on racism and I highly recommend if you if you are anybody please just watch them um <clears throat> it opens your eyes to a lot of things that are happening in the U.S. that have been happening um it makes you really recognize your white privilege um it really has done that for me I have recognized who um I don't care how shitty I have had it or could have it. I can't imagine growing up and going through the things that people of color are going through. I I have cried those movies. I'm not going to lie. Make sure you have uh, a box of tissues because I it just I feel like my heart has been ripped out watching these things and I think that's important for all of us to do, especially if you are not aware or do not recognize that there's racism in this country, you need to educate yourself. And it's not, it, somebody pointed out to me the other day and I, <coughs> excuse me, it really, I don't know, hit home that it is not the responsibility of anyone else but yourself to educate, educate yourself on racism. It's not anyone else's responsibility to tell you what you should do, how you can support. It's great to ask those questions and get an open conversation. However, it is your res responsibility 
to recognize your privilege, um, to recognize that this stuff is going on in the United States, and to figure out what that means to you and how you would like to help. Um, Everybody else has enough shit on their shoulders. They don't need to be um, telling like me, like if I, and I asked it, I asked it on my, on my page, like, what can I do to help, um, the Black Lives Matter movement? And you know what? It was pointed out to me that it's not their responsibility. It's not people of color's responsibility to tell me, a white privileged woman uh, in the middle of America, how I can help them. They have enough shit to worry about. So I have just been educating myself and I seriously, I'm sick to my stomach at what this country has done to its citizens. Just watch the movies. I can, I posted uh, in our Facebook group, but I can post it in the show notes too. Um, Netflix has like 19 movies and shows, documentaries that you can watch about racism in this country. This shit is not being taught in our in our um, school systems. Like, I thought I had a really great education. And I remember going through the Civil Rights Movement in history class when I was young. And I would say 80% of what actually went on in this country was taught to me. So I'm taking this time to educate myself. And I really, really, ch- I challenge each of you that uh, that do have white privilege to educate yourself. Please, um... I think it helps with uh, understanding the frustrations and the violence and the protest. It really makes everything um, clearer. So just do it. (laughs) Um, Okay, I'll get off that soapbox because honestly, you're not, like, I'm not the one that you should be listening to about, about Black Lives Matter. You need to be listening to other podcasts with black leaders, black spiritual leaders, things like that. Um, and I will be posting a list of those in the show notes as well. I did post that in our page or our Facebook group, but I can bump it so you guys can be listening to that. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to get on to the interview and I just, I just really loved this. So I hope that you enjoyed um, my chat with Nikki as much as I did. I loved this book, by the way. It was so, Thank you. I loved it. So you wrote like the wellness witch and some knitting, some knitting books. Yeah. <laughs> How cool is that? The pile of yarn next to me, actually. Um. That is awesome. <laughs> All these knitting books, and I can't, I have no, my hands are not that coordinated, so <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> but, um, so I was gonna, I was looking up kind of what, the, it looked like you started with the knitting and then kind of evolved into the witchy stuff and, and, yeah. and that. So how did that happen? Did it, was it like you already were practicing witch and you decided, I'm just gonna jump in? No. No, it was, uh, it was kind of just sort of worked out that way. So I wrote a bunch of knitting books and I loved them and I still knit. I don't design that much anymore, but I, I really like knitting and it feels very comforting. Um, but, and then my editor, who I just kind of got friendly with, she was like, hey, do you happen to know anybody? We want to do this book, um, which turned out to be Practical Magic. Um, and, you know, we need a writer. Do you know anyone? And I'm like, I know me. <laughs> How about me? <laughs> right? And she's like, okay. Um, and so Practical Magic is a little different from the rest of my books in that it's very mm-hmm. sort of like, maybe magic is a thing. 
mm-hmm. um, because that was where I was coming from right. at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was actually in the course of writing it that I was like, oh, I, I'm down with this. This is what I want to, this is how I want to live. This is what I want my perspective to be. And mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, it kind of grew from there. That is so cool. That is a, a very cool and unique way to jump into this this whole path and this yeah. lifestyle. <laughs> um, so I feel like everybody comes to it a different way, though. Oh, oh yeah, I would I would imagine. Uh, um, so this one, what was the inspiration for? So your latest one is called the Junior Witch's Handbook: A Guide to White Magic Spells and Rituals. So what was your inspiration? My daughter was my That's what I wondered. That is so cool. (laughs) So do you guys do this kind of stuff together? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That is awesome. Um, So I wrote, well, I wrote this book for my daughter and also for myself when I was younger because I, I was, I wasn't a witch because I didn't really know that that was a thing that I could be, you know, outside of like movies. Stuff. Right. Um, you know, I would watch Willow and be like, I'd like to do that. <laughs> right. Yes. Um, and so I, I I had this like belief in the possibility of magic, but I didn't know how to sort of integrate, you know, like ah, I've turned you into pigs. Um <laughs> with you know the, right, with the kind of magic that is available to us in mm-hmm. outside of movies. Um, and so I didn't you know, for me, there was no, you know, there was no way to make those two things meet. And with my own practice as an adult, um, I, I was able to, you know, decide what that meant for me. Um, and then with my daughter, she's just been totally into it. She's like, mm-hmm. wait, frankly, I think a more advanced practitioner than I am. <laughs> <by a lot. laughs> um, awesome. So I wrote this book actually with her in a lot of ways. Um, I decided to write it and I was like, okay, what would you want this book to be? And we kind of worked out the table of contents together. And a big part of it is helping mostly little girls, let's be real, um, create a community, um, sort of a coven, like how, how to get other friends who are into this, you know, how to, how to do this with them so that you have a community, because that was something I didn't you know, even know oh, how to begin. I wish yeah. I had that. I know, like, the back of it, I love that it says, you know, they, they, you explore three areas of your life, uh, friends, fulfillment, and family. And I love that because that is something that I didn't have when I was growing up, you know, as a closet witch. And I, you know, did my things, you know, quietly. And it's funny, like, I, I, I'm almost 41 and my best friend and I went to high school together and now, and we weren't best friends then, but now we are yeah. and we're both practicing witches and we were both kind of on the same paths, but because it was taboo. No one knows how to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't know how to talk about it to each other. You know, it's not something, especially in this area, you're like, Hey, guess what? <laughs> I want to go outside on the full moon and do this and this and this. They probably, you know, don't you want to do that with me? Doesn't that sound fun? <laughs> right. And, and it's funny because now we're like, Oh my gosh, I wish we would have known, you know, I don't know if she was quite on that path yet, but so close. So I think we totally could have, you know, had our own little coven back then. And that would have been so freaking cool. So I, I love that that's something that you centered this book around. It's not just solitary witchcraft. It's stuff that you could do, kids could do together. And I love that. Yeah. I think that's something that's unique about your book. Um, 
I love, there's all kinds of other solitary books out there, but this one involves more of a, hey, you could do this with your friends. <laughs> so I love that. Yeah, that was a really important part of it for me. Was it? Yeah. Um, there was, where was it? I love that you have, like there's chants and spells and information about crystals and everything. Did your daughter, I wondered how much I'm like reading some of the little chants and stuff. Did she get to write or help write any of those things? She kind of. Yeah. So um, I, I'll be honest, I'm not really one for chants mm -hmm. uh, or, or audible spells. I get, I get self-conscious. I feel uncomfortable. It just doesn't, it doesn't mm -hmm. really sit well with me. Um, whereas Miley is totally like, <laughs> she's all down with it. That's so it, it wasn't that I took some of hers specifically because I don't, she kind of does it in private. Does she? Um, you know, where I can sort of hear that she's doing something, but it's, it's her own thing. Mm -hmm. um, and so when she and I are doing a ritual together, I'm uncomfortable, so it doesn't happen <laughs> out loud. <laughs> um, but um, she does her own. And so I, I sort of guessed at what she might be saying and, and you know, how that might work well. So I, I really liked it. I love the one. I'm seriously going to use the one. There was one in here for sleeping. And it was a really, really, like, quick, small chant. I'm probably not going to find it now. But um, it was so to the point. It was nice and poetic. It was only, like, four lines. But I can totally see myself using that because I don't sleep well. <laughs> and I have nightmares sometimes. And I get afraid just like anybody else. And I was like, you know what? That, that's something that I'm 40-something, and I could totally use the things in this book. <laughs> it, well, that's true. There's, like maybe like one or two things aside it's like completely available for adults too absolutely that's what somebody was like what book is it what book is it and I was telling my friend like what I what I read and who I get to talk to and she's like oh that's cool for kids I'm like honestly like this there was a lot of things in here that I could I can use in my practice or that I already are kind of doing and there's even I was telling her there's even a, like I do sweetness, you know, sweetening jars, you know, and there's a sweetness, yeah. sweetening smell in here and everything. I mean, like, there's so much stuff in here that it's different kinds. I like that you pick from different parts of witchcraft. So it's like herbs and rituals in the, you know, bath time, bedtime rituals. And then there's also sweetening spells and things like that. So it's not just one thing or one little nook of, of witchcraft. You kind of go through right. All of it, which is so cool. Yeah, they like I think somebody. There's a lot of crap that gets kind of shunted aside. Yes. Um, I think it's it, there's a fine line uh, where I didn't want to be appropriating well yeah. any you know any particular culture or practice, which mm -hmm. is like definitely not what I would want to do. But at the same time, I wanted to make it like there's a way in which you know, certain practices are, are like not considered quote unquote white magic, which I know is on the cover. That is to settle some people who parents maybe <laughs> where, <laughs> where I'm like, there's no such thing as black or white magic. Yeah. It's just magic. It is. Yes. You're going to make it what it's going to be. But I did it, explain that in the book, I think. Right. And that's <laughs> what, like I was reading through it and I, I noticed it said white magic and, but like if I were to, if I wasn't a practitioner and my daughter was like, I'd like to learn about this. And I saw this, that would make me feel more comfortable <laughs> if I didn't know what magic was, what witchcraft was, you know, it definitely, I let it, it would soothe 
the non-believer, I think. That, that's really where it is. Well, and it's because it's crazy. A few years ago, I wanted to do a book like this. I mean, it was a while ago, mm -hmm. um, but it wasn't, it wasn't that long ago. My daughter was definitely alive. Mm -hmm. um, and we, uh, publishers were uncomfortable with the idea. They're like, there's no market for this. Parents are going to be freaked out. They're not going to want their kids getting involved in it. Like it's going to, they're just everybody, you know, worries about this kind of thing. And I didn't have that at all with this, but that concern is, is there. Oh, it is. You know, it's, we deal with it as adults. Oh gosh. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I think this is a timely release mm. because of the way, like and we've, I've talked with other guests about how um, I grew up in the nineties, the eighties and nineties when like witchcraft had its resurgence and the craft and charmed and everybody was really into learning about it. And back then, this is how old I am. We didn't have the internet. Um, so I couldn't yeah. get on the internet and just learn stuff. Yeah. Um, but we're going through another resurgence of like the, you know, call of the feminine divine, big, you know, mm -hmm. big into feminism and, and witchcraft has really like in pop culture, it's making a new um, appearance and through social media, it's amazing how fast uh, you can learn things. So I think this book is coming out at the perfect time because kids are going to have questions and they're going to want to learn. They're going to, you know, have a medium in which they can learn from that's on their level, but also like seriously, their parents could pick this up and learn just as much and be comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, it well, because magic is magic and everybody practices their own way, yes. but like there's, there's nothing that a kid would do that's all that different from what an adult would do. No, and I think kids sometimes do it better because they have less inhibitions. They have, you know, they don't have the limiting beliefs that we have. Um, so I do think like, like you were saying, your daughter's probably a better practitioner, like a children <laughs> totally because I think they, we have doubt and we have that, you know, we're adults, we have adult baggage and they don't yet. So I think their yeah. magic is so pure and um, that's powerful in itself. The no self-doubt, they have belief. So yeah. that's special. So which one of these chapters was your favorite? Oh boy. Okay. Mm, I gotta think about that. Um, let me see. I... I think I probably enjoyed writing the um, the family one the most. Well, it was hard, um, yeah. but I I think I did enjoy that because it was so. Um, it for me it was really personal, right? Like I'm, yeah. I'm writing this book. I have an audience in mind. It's an audience, frankly, of one <laughs> you know, of my my daughter, sort of the avatar for right. all the other girls that would be reading it, and. That was what I, you know, I was thinking, like, what is going to trouble her the most? Mm -hmm. And um, all of it was sort of agonizing, you know, like <laughs> in the friendship one, it was, you know, talking about she's having struggles with friends and I'm like, oh, that's heartbreaking. And then, mm -hmm. you know, fulfillment, I, you know, it's, fulfillment is mostly about academics or, you know, kind of what you're going to be when you grow up. Yeah. Um, but we didn't want to call it that. I didn't want it to be just school focused. Right. You know, I wanted it to, to to indicate that it's about something bigger yeah, and about becoming who you're, who you want to be. Right. Um, but the family one was the one where I was like, this is all challenging. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really, I think it was 
like perfectly the way you flowed it as well like it flowed from the beginning to the end like i enjoyed just reading it because it did flow well you put in all the chapters to me where like you learn a little bit and then you can apply it and learn a little bit more and apply it and i just i think it was really nice also thank you for putting a glossary in this one <laughs> so this is something I know when I was a kid, this would have been helpful because, and even now, like I cannot pronounce some of the words involved in our craft. Like I am not. I was just going to say, I still don't know how to pronounce a thumb, a a thumb, a I don't know. Athame. Yeah. And then like certain holidays. Say it out loud. Yeah. And it's because, and I, and I mentioned that one time in a podcast, like I've been a, solo practitioner all my life I've never had to say the words out loud really no because it's in your head and in your head or how I read them is just how I think or feel they should be so saying them in front of people is so nerve-wracking to me right so like <laughs> I'm completely gonna say it wrong and expose myself as a fraud <laughs> oh my gosh I have had the, o the only real hate mail I've got I've gotten some hate mail but the only real hate mail is I totally could not pronounce this Gaelic uh it was I was talking about oh, Gaelic isn't easy oh my gosh and I was like I don't even know I'm not even gonna go there I'm not even gonna try here's how it's spelled and I did get some hate mail about not being able to pronounce certain words. I was like, dude, I will try, but I suck. Like, I just yeah. am bad at it. I can hear it over and over and over. You can go and you can use that thing online and, and listen to it. And I'm like, okay, I got this. And as soon as I say it on air, it's just not no, right. No, because there's the panic sets in and you're like, and then immediately yeah. you say the wrong thing. It's like when yeah. you meet somebody and you forget their name. Oh, 100. And like, it's gone. Yep. I'm like, oh my God. I don't know how to say that. And then I'll just not say it. And then, yeah, then I feel really stupid. <laughs> but, but I love that there is a glossary. People can, you know, your kids or anybody can pick this up and look through and it has the sabbats in here and basic terminology so that we can, you can communicate within the community. I think that's super important to be able to use the same language or at least understand what others are saying. Yeah. Yeah. To, there's only, you know, there's only so much I can do <laughs> but to keep people from feeling the way I felt. Um, but yeah, I wanted to just sort of empower them to be like, it's okay. You get to, you can get comfortable with this kind of language. It's, it's a language like anything else. Absolutely. And it's something, the more comfortable you are using it, the easier it is to interact with community members and yeah. make that. Because it is hard when you first start using the words out loud or hearing them, they're like, what the hell did they just say? Like, what is that? And then you're like Googling <laughs> while you're trying to talk to somebody on the internet. Cause you don't know what that is. And then you're like, like, oh, I know what that is. I just was totally saying it wrong. Right, yes. <laughs> so I, I, I love that you had that in the back. Like I was thinking about my daughter when she was little, like she loved reading all kinds of books. And her favorite was Greek mythology. For some reason, she's tiny, but she loved Greek mythology and she liked this kind of stuff, but I never had a book. I mean, she could, I'm according to your kids, like I'm just stupid and there's, I wouldn't, you know, I can't teach her anything. So sure. this would have been great <laughs> because <laughs> she, she would ask me about things like, what are you doing? Like, why are you doing that? And I would explain it to her and she's like, mm, okay, whatever. So something <laughs> like this, she could have picked up and I could have been like, here, just run with it, do your thing. And yeah. it would have been really nice for her to have. I know our my listeners are going to love this book because we've talked about 
witchcraft and family a lot. Like, how can you incorporate your family in your practice? Is it okay? Do they want to? You know, how do you explain right. what you what your craft is? Um, so I think this would give it definitely would give them a place for them to to jump off of and explain yeah. to them, understand hey mom guess what <laughs> this is all it is you don't need to freak out um, yeah it's, well because particularly you know with our extended family mm -hmm. it's, forget it you know there's there's only so much you can do but at least but in your household yes I think you have to feel safe in your household, safe to be who you are and explore what, what it is you want to explore. Mm -hmm. And so we do need to have a way of, you know, saying, this is what I'm doing. You don't need to freak out. Right. It's, right. it's really, it's, you know, we have all these preconceptions. You can take those preconceptions away and just take a look at what I'm doing. And you're like, and once people do, they're like, oh, well, that seems fine. Exactly. Yeah. Education, education. So get the words that's what i i'm always trying to dispel those myths you know like i do not sacrifice cats or eat goat's yeah. blood or do anything stupid and those are things i've been you know oh my gosh but do you like sacrifice goats or you know this no yeah. no 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 i'm basically like i like my cat yeah, I really love my kitty, and we're basically just giant, we're hippies, we're, like, yeah. really, we're very nature-based, we're a nature-based religion, yes. or a path, so for a lot of people, whether you do it as in a, you know, secular or non-secular, right. it's just, it's just energy, you know, so. Yeah. Well, and that's what I really, really, really like about it, too, yeah. is that it really can be whatever it is you want it to be yes. for you. And there, you can take or leave whatever parts of it work for you. I really like the holidays. Yeah. I really, really like them. So they're for me. And I'm not so great about, you know, the, you know, speaking spells. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's not for me. Nope. Yeah. I think that that's one of my favorite things about the path too, is that you can, you do you boo. That's why I was like, you do you. Yeah. Um, and I have friends that practice witchcraft, not as a spiritual path, but as, you know, this is their practice and right. they have separate, you know, spiritual beliefs, which is completely fine. And I love that about this is that you can still do witchcraft and be a Christian. You can be yes. whatever the hell you could be an atheist and do witchcraft. Yes. Whatever you want. And that's the one misconception. I think people have the hardest time wrapping their brains around. And I, I don't entirely get it, <laughs> but I, I mean, I really don't where you know, there, there's something about witchcraft that is so threatening. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of it comes from preconceptions and, you know, all yeah. of this sense that it's evil and all, you know, but mm -hmm. really it's, it's fine. It's very chill. <laughs> it, it, it is. It's just energy. It's, you know, to me, and we kind of on uh, some people's website, uh, Millennial Incantation. So I did an interview with them. Well done. Oh, I love so that. They are amazing. <laughs> and they posted something the other day about how witchcraft, you can have witchcraft and you can have science, you know? And it's, Oh, for sure. It's In fact, yeah, I would insist science. on it. <laughs> yes, it is. Like science and witchcraft are totally inter- uh, 
inter like intertwine. To Absolutely. me, witchcraft is one way of explaining science. Yeah, there. I, I am definitely pro science. <laughs> yes, yes, and and I think that some people like. I know when my husband first realized what I was, he was like, "So you don't like believe in any sciency stuff?" I'm like. I believe in most sciencey stuff. Like, right. like I'm. If it's science, if it's a fact, it's a fact. There's, you know, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. I believe in that. So, um, but I remember him. That's what he was like. Really interested in what parts of my education from high school that I actually was like. Do you just not like any of that? Do you not believe in any of that? I'm like parts of it you know they they taught evolution as a theory that's you know so yes but yes i believe in all that stuff i don't believe in um santa claus krampus but not santa claus. <laughs> but, but he, he was he was so interested in what i believed in and what i didn't so and he's completely comfortable yeah. with it now but right but well, i it's just but about common. talking about it yeah, yeah. it's all about getting it out there and explaining. Um, and I don't feel like we always have to defend ourselves, but getting the correct information out there is also, there's like a fine line between shouting it to the mountaintops too, you know, too much and yes. explaining. <laughs> yes. My, it's interesting. So when I, you know, I kind of got into this sort of slowly and my husband has always just kind of been along for the ride. He's yeah. just like, okay. That's awesome. We're having a solstice party tonight. That's cool. Perfect. And, um, you know, there I'll go and, and oh, I'll go and do a ritual. And there are some times when I've asked him to participate with me. Like, mm -hmm. I oh, cool. look, I, I, I would like you to be there for this. Cool. And that's been fine. Like he participated a little bit, but yeah, like it's not his practice, mm -hmm. but he's completely respectful of mine. That's really awesome. Yeah, That's, it's it's not really everybody good. has That's that. All we should ask for. Yeah. You oh know? gosh, yeah. This is what I do, and as far as science goes, for me, magic explains the space between the liminal spaces. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. I, I. Yep. That's me too. That's the way I feel about it. I think that it's empowering. I think that's the best part that I. The thing that I like about it, the thing that I like about the book is that it, it's empowering. It's empowering them to decide what they believe in, what side that they don't. Um, can I bring this into my family? And it empowers them and gives them tools and ideas of how to do that. So I think, yeah. I think that's one of the, my favorite things about the book is that if I was a child and I read that, I feel like I would be able to explain to my family in a respectful way what i want out of it yeah um so i don't know i just think people were really like this book i really wish i had that when maddie was little um and i love the artwork like the artwork and the cover like i'm such i'm such a gemini i'm aesthetics are important <laughs> to me and i open it up and all of the roses and it they just, did such a good job oh they my goodness. really really did i was looking through this and i'm like it's not it could be a book for somebody in grade school but also i could 
if I was a high schooler, I could pick this up and still think that the artwork was appropriate and engaging. And I love that you explained sigil magic because that's something that not many books do. No, and I love sigil magic. I love it. That is, and I, I was like writing down the things. I'm like, oh my gosh, like seriously, there's like, this is a beginner's book, but with sigil magic, usually you have to buy a whole different book, (laughs) learn even what it is. And I love that you incorporated that because kids are so creative. I think their sigils would be absolutely amazing um, to see. So I I thought that was really cool. Um, What else was I going to ask you? I had like a whole list of stuff. Oh, so do you, because I didn't look it up, but do you use your crochet? Like, do you weave anything into that, like your pra- your your witchcraft practice into yeah. knitting? That's what I was trying I to do, personally. I, I felt like putting that in a book would probably be a little complicated. <laughs> There's a lot of more stuff to teach. But yes, um, so the majority of what I make um, knitting is, is for me um, <laughs> because... Frankly, it takes a very long time and I want to make it for myself. Um, But when I, um, but actually when I make it for myself or when I make it, you know, I, um, every Christmas people get, you know, people I'm closest to um, receive a knitted gift. Oh, cool. And there's something that, that, there's so much that goes into it. There's what texture is right for this person what color is right for this person That's so cool. what and then you know what object you know mm-hmm. what what do they want what would they wear what would they appreciate what design is right for them and that's just before you've even started and then there's <laughs> right <laughs> and then there's you know the actual act of of and it's thread magic you know oh, yeah. of every stitch is you know i'm not 100 percent conscious of this but every stitch is a lot of stitches oh yeah but every stitch is this is for this person this is for this person this is what i want for this person and they're like that's some pretty powerful magic absolutely that's what i was wondering that i'm like oh my gosh i bet she makes magical knitted you know pieces i think that's so cool i could never i have like no patience so i don't think i can knit (laughs) and also i don't have the dexterity so anybody that can knit i have I'm green with envy because I think it would be really fun. <laughs> I can't sew and I wish I could. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'll say I, we each have our own talents. So right. that's what makes <laughs> all, that's what makes things work is everybody's different. Um, so when did, how long I would, I'm interested in the writing process. So when you write a book like this one in particular, yeah. so you have this concept, you had the idea for you, how long does it take to, from inception to I'm done, I'm ready to give this to yeah. the editor? It does not take very long. I mean, mm-hmm. they're not very long. They're, they're pretty short books. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, and there's a bunch of different entries and a bunch of different spells and things like that, but each one is not very long. So, you know, as long as I'm feeling inspired and, and connected, mm-hmm you know, to the subject at hand, mm-hmm. I can get, I can, it can move pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Then there are times when you know, other work gets in the way, or I'm just like not feeling this today. Right. Uh, then it kind of bogs down, but mm-hmm. um, my turnaround time I, is, I think maybe it wasn't for practical magic. It might, it might've been one of them was like two to three months. Oh, wow. Um, That's fast. 
which was really fast. Um, now I don't remember why that one was so quick. Um, Mm -hmm. but, um, you know, these, I have more like six months, which allows like some breathing space between. Yeah. So I can go in and certainly between sections, I find that really helpful. I'm like, okay, that, that was the mindset I wanted to be in for friendship. Okay. I'm going to take space. Yeah. That is, that's cool. So do you, when you write, is that kind of like, like, I know some people have to have a thing, their, their candle, <laughs> their incense, their whatever. Do you have, like, I wish I had that luxury. <laughs> no, you don't have, like, I was wondering, do you have like a, a routine that you have to use to write with? I'm a, um, I'm a, an editor, um, as oh. well. So yeah. Uh, so I'm on my laptop all the time and it's really getting, getting my writing done. is usually like, okay, I've, I've managed to keep Fridays clear. Great. And, um, then I'm interrupted by email or, you know, these days by child. Oh yeah. There's, (laughs) it's just catch as catch can. I would love, I did go away and I highly, highly recommend this. I went away to finish. I was like on a deadline and I was just not getting it done and I wasn't feeling in it. And it was, mm-hmm. so I spent, I booked two nights at a tiny house in the oh. middle of nowhere. Oh, and it was fun. Aesthetics were really important. So it was a very, very pretty tiny house. Oh. And it was just, I got my candle. I had my bottle of rosé. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds bad. My yoga mat. Yeah. And I just wrote and did yoga. That is amazing. That it sounds was- perfect. <laughs> highly recommend it even if like you know what don't be on a deadline just do it just go do it, it yeah. was, and be alone it was so good to be alone I would imagine <laughs> I have we have a pack of dogs cats child and husband so and and I love my husband he know like he's got some yeah. kind of dark like radar like if I'm in the zone and I don't want interrupted I mm-hmm. that's- oh he's got to tell you something he yeah. read on the paper yes Absolutely. Right then, right that minute. Yes. So, and I, I swear it's a talent he has. <laughs> Mine went to the same school of, of how to win with your life. I like, I love you, but I need time by myself, please. <laughs> so, I need to we get one of those. From home. We, you know, even before quarantine, we, we both work from home and we didn't used to, and it was an adjustment. We had a lot of conversations about, Maybe you could send me that in an email. There you uh, go. I like that. I will, I will check it when I check it. And I, I know that seems weird, but how about we do that? Yep, exactly. <laughs> it keeps things in an orderly fashion so you can do work. <laughs> Finish my train of thought. Yeah. Like, <laughs> let me do this thing and then I will do your thing. <laughs> I promise I will do your thing. Yes. That is awesome. Well, I, I, I really, really liked it when I... When they contacted me about this, I was super excited. And I'm not kidding, like spirit works in such cool ways because I had started getting emails and questions about how, what books can I have for my kids? Like, what books do you recommend? I'm like, I don't have small kids, I don't know. Um, And and how to do, like we started talking about in the podcast, how we involve our family in this. So this was absolutely like perfectly timed for, the podcast group and what they're wanting, what information that they are asking for. So when she, I got the email, I'm like, holy, it's just amazing how spirit (laughs) works, I think, because this is going to help a lot of different people because I don't have those answers. I have a 17 year old that is definitely not 
into this anymore. <laughs> so I don't like <laughs> which is fine, yeah. But I don't I didn't have any reference for them to for me yeah. any information. I don't I don't have that reference. So this is yeah. something that I can give to them now and say, hey, guess what? <laughs> There's a book. <laughs> There's a book for that. <laughs> so do you have any more planned yeah, um, I actually have um, I have another book coming out in September. This is for adults. Um, it's also very well timed, or I could use it right now. <laughs> um, it's called Calming Magic. Ooh, and it's all about just finding your center. <laughs> I think everybody could use that about right now. <laughs> no, right now it'd be helpful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's going to be, that'll, that's definitely one that I will be picking up. Um, I have noticed a lot of my listeners lately because of the COVID situation, yeah. their anxiety levels have gone through the chart, you know, off the charts. And, yeah. you know, I, I, and I use my magic and my witchcraft practice to chill out. <laughs> yeah. So I think that Absolutely. is a fantastic find myself needing to like dive into it so much more and just like oh me too and it's also hard I'm finding it hard right now to to stick to a ritual and like really do it mm -hmm. um even though I need it more <laughs> I, same thing like I was talking with my friend the other day like I know that I need to do like xyz I know that I need to do these things or I will you know go off my rocker and I I'm am not doing them and I am yeah, and I'm so averted to doing the things I need to do right now. I'm like, why? Why? Why is my brain this way? I feel, okay, so the worst example, the worst problem for me is meditation. Because I know meditation helps me more than anything. And yet mm -hmm. when I'm like this, it's impossible to meditate. Yep. Oh, it's kind of a vicious circle. It's a, yeah, it's, I found the same thing. I actually started meditating in the shower. That's a good idea because it's you're already kind of, Yes, I'm That's already a really good idea. I'm zenning out already, yeah. and I just sit there with the water. I'm, privacy. Yeah, it's <laughs> quiet. Nice. I can lock the door. No one's coming in there. So I started doing it then or yeah, I'll even just sit down in the bottom of the shower sure, sure. and that's when I that's what my husband's like, "You sit in the shower?" I'm like, "Yeah." Sure do. I sit in the shower, I let the water go over me, and then I will start meditating, whether it's five minutes or two minutes, I at least get some like a center yeah. and, and I and I use that time to set myself up for the day or the night or whatever I've got going on. That's really smart. Yeah, I just I I've been struggling too and I've been doing a 30-day meditation challenge and failing miserably. <laughs> so. Yeah, I failed at, at one earlier. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm failing. I'm hitting it. It's hit and miss. I've been counting um, distance Reiki. If I do a healing on somebody, that's pretty much meditation. That counts. That completely counts. Yep. Any kind of, um, if I do a reading, I do mediumship readings. Okay. If I do a mediumship reading, I count that as meditation because it kind of is. I mean, I'm connected. It's going in the same place. Yeah. yeah. It's all the same same chakras that I'm using. So, yeah. so that's what I've decided. I'm kind of cheating, I think, but it's what I got. So I'm rolling with it. There's only so much availability right now. <laughs> it really is. I just want it all over. I know that it's got to just do its, the universal work, however it's supposed to, but I just yeah. want it done. I want to go get my nails done. <laughs> <laughs> I am a, I love the, the girly stuff. I like to go get dirty and play with my horses, but I do miss like 
going to get my hair cut and, you know, getting my nails done. The stupid extra luxury stuff that, yeah, but you know, they're, they're, it's a, it's a form of, of magic in some way too. Like that is a way where absolutely. modern women access the divine feminine. Like it just, yes. it's just another one. Yeah, it is. It is. I, when I put on, I was talking, when I put on makeup, I, that's, I'm trying to help with negative self-talk and yep. I'm trying to like put that self-love into my whole face, you know, when I'm doing all that. So for me, makeup is a part of my self-care or self-love routine. And I, I've gone crazy at Sephora over. Oh, <laughs> poor, yes. Quarantine has gotten me, oh, you'll have to, so this thing, so I don't like my wrinkles. So I got a derma roller. Ooh, and how is it? It hurts like hell. <laughs> it, so, I got a derma. I have very so many, good. What about one of the quartz ones? Yeah, I haven't tried any of them, but this one's needles. Um, but I I've gotten so much crap off of Ulta and Sephora. Like I should stop. My husband's like, "What was that for? Was that necessary?" Absolutely. Absolutely nice. I got blue hair dye. Definition of necessary right now. Yes, I said it's keeping me occupied and from it's keeping me busy. I got hair dye, dyed my hair blue. We did yeah. we did dip yeah. nails, but I really suck at it, so I decided I wouldn't try that again. <laughs> so now I just have a set that probably will never get used again. I'll donate it. Yeah, we'll go to a good home. Yes, I'm ready for it to be done. I want to be able to gather together again and see my, you know, yeah. see our peers. All the, you know, spring festivals, the pagan festivals around here got canceled. I don't know. Do you have anything like that in Hawaii? No. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much, it's pretty sweet there though. I've only been there once. And it's I, pretty great. It's beautiful. Um, well, where I live, it's up in the mountains with like, fir trees and things so it's it's not what you imagine Hawaii to be necessarily but mm -hmm. it, it, we have a fairy forest right back here and... oh see that would be amazing someday I will live in the country again I don't have, well, you have horses there. what are you talking about well I live in town my house is in town and then my husband has a ranch like they have a family ranch so and it's just right around the corner and then I have my horses are like kitty cornered they're in a pasture just right over there but I do miss having them like right in there yard. yeah when I lived at my ranch our family ranch we had them in the yard you know right there and I do miss that quite and the quiet yes the quiet yeah. we have a train that goes through every seven minutes oh mm -hmm. okay well yeah I've gotten used to it. time I guess I don't even notice it like until we're watching tv or something and it's loud but I've yeah. gotten used to that and we live across from the courthouse okay so that's fun <laughs> So I'm the, I'm the village witch. Everybody knows who I am and what I do. And I'm the only one in town. So uh, it's a spectacle. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> oh my God. I don't care. I think I bothered my daughter probably, but it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. So where can we, where can they order? I saw that it is on Amazon. It is on Amazon, um, Barnes and Noble. You're, should should you ever be able to go to a bookstore again? Oh, that'll be a thing someday. <laughs> I'm um, yeah. So yeah, it's anywhere books are sold. Okay. Yeah. And then you have you have a wet a website, NikkiAndDecar.com. 
Yeah. And they can, as you have links for the book and information Absolutely. on you. Um, yeah. And Instagram, I was going to link your Instagram so people can follow yeah. you there. It's at Nikki Dan Van. Van yep. yep. So I will make sure all those links are in the show notes so everybody can follow you and uh, check out your book. I am so excited for my, seriously, like stoked for my listeners to get a hold of this book. It solves so many things <laughs> all in one book. So thank so you so for kids to do, which they yes. need. Yes. It's putting in, it's, it's giving them activities to do. It's giving them theory behind, behind manifestation. Like how cool would it be to learn manifestation that early? Like that would have been just awesome if I could have wrapped my head so around easy, that concept. How so much easier my life would have been. <laughs> right. Like it took me forever to figure out that concept and how it works. And this, ba this touches, I mean, with spells, it touches on that whole give and take the energetic exchanges. I just, I think it's going to be a really nice tool for parents to, to use. So thank you. Thank you so much for talking with me. I will make sure everything is linked. Um, yeah, I don't think there was any. I was looking. See, this is how professional I am. These are my notes. That's fabulous. It, it's on a a receipt, a shipping receipt. <laughs> That's what's handy. <laughs> it's what was right there while I was going through the book. So that's yeah. I have it there. So anyway, thank you so much. I thank really you. appreciate you taking the time and, and and speaking with me and my listeners. Of course. All right. It was so good talking with you. Again, I want to thank Nikki so much for talking to me and dealing with my super caffeinated self. I re-listened to this interview and I was cringing because holy shit, how many cups of coffee did I have that day? All I did was run my mouth. So I apologize, Nikki. <laughs> Um, I will make sure I have all of her information in the show notes. I will share it on our Facebook page, Witchy Woman Podcast. Please like that and turn on notifications so that you can uh, see when we have our latest episode, any live videos, and also join our group, Witchy Woman Friends. You need to click I agree <laughs> to the rules before you are um, admitted. I'm having a lot of people with like fake accounts. I'm trying to weed out those. So make sure that you read the directions when you join. Um, also, if you'd like to join the coven, that can be done by just going to our website, witchywomanpodcast.com. Click on join the coven. It's right there on the front page. Please check out our sponsors. Um, go to Witchy Woman Podcast. Click on the sponsor page and each one of their bios are there as long along with their links to their shops and their website. So please check them out. We have Rena Dwelly from Holistic Healing Therapeutics, um, Shelly Leggett from Lavender Potions, and Brandy Burrow. And she is an intuitive medium and astrologer. And she's fantastic. She's our newest addition to our sponsor trio. I do have a little announcement about your quarterly gift for the Citrine group. We all had a meeting the other day and we are each of us, me and all three sponsors are going to contribute something very unique to each uh, to ourselves that work together with a specific intention. And they're going to send me their contributions and we're all sending, I'm sending it out all in one package. So you don't have to worry about um, different packages receiving at different times. Also international members of the Citrine group. We are shipping and there's a lot of delays and I do apologize, but COVID 
has really messed up international shipping right now. So you may be um, delayed, but I will make sure that you get a, uh, a tracking a tracking number so that you guys can track your orders and keep track of that. So anyway, <laughs> I probably have had too much caffeine today too. So anyway, I hope everybody is well. I hope you're safe. I hope you're healthy. Um, yeah, I guess until next time, stay witchy. Bye-bye.